0: the boiler breakdown podcast is brought to you by mad mushroom home of the original cheese sticks proudly serving Purdue's campus mad mushroom offers boilermakers amazing pizza cheese sticks wings grinders and so much more next time you visit tell them boiler breakdown sent you for five dollars off any order over twenty dollars mad mushroom feed your head The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by Webbs Family Pharmacy. Webbs Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Webbs is happy to announce they are providing flu shots by appointment right in your car. Simply call to set up an appointment and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webbs Family Pharmacy. The professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Meld today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind.
1: This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler
2: Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. They have to win there. Painter understands. Oh!
0: No! Anybody! John baptizing the masses! Trying
2: to save it. Jump ball here. It kept in play by
0: Edwards. What a great number. Take it numbers. Edwards. Oh. Sets it in. Oh. oh! The board is going to walk up. they What's up, you guys? Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler is back this week on the Boiler Breakdown podcast. We got an exciting one for you guys. We're going to be talking about some changes to the Purdue football coaching staff, putting a bow on the Disappointing Purdue football season and talking some boiler hoops. What is going on, guys?
2: Not too bad, not much. What's up, with you, Dan? I'm only back for the wins. Sorry, <laughs> I like
0: it. Hey, that's okay if, if that's what it takes. I'm all for hopefully, it.
2: Yeah. yeah, hopefully, I'm, I'm back all for a while, for
0: it. but uh, happy to be here tonight. Um, off work for the rest of 2020, so uh, ready to do some boiler podcasting. Uh, but since we last talked, some. Like I kind of said in the intro, some big Purdue football news. Uh, Bob Diaco, first-year defensive coordinator for Purdue, gone after one year. Six six games. games. Six games, and he gets a $600,000 check to not coach. (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey i heard uh I, I was texting texting a friend of mine he said bo Polini might be looking for a job here.
0: <laughs> yeah lsu might be uh canning bo as their defense coordinator so
2: right. hey he's been paid a lot to not coach by nebraska for what like a decade it seems like i didn't realize he was at lsu i didn't think about yeah, that i he totally I,
0: Youngstown state this past year to go be their coordinator
2: i, I totally him thought him. he was still at youngstown yeah i get him and brett
1: bielewell I interchange them so so often.
0: Now For big time. old Brett's I back in the big dead. Woof. I don't think that's a I mean I think that's a terrible hire. I do too. I think it's pretty <laughs> lacklustre, boring hire, but uh I mean it, it, it can okay. some guys right back to the Illinois football bandwagon. So
2: Wisconsin football is pretty boring and lackluster, but they win nine games every year. I would take boring, nine win, they run at three hundred.
0: That's the thing. But, um, I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. But, they, but they rushed the ball for like 350 yards every single I mean, game. Never, he's not going to I don't think he's
1: gonna be able to recruit like he could at Wisconsin to Illinois because he had some big boys up front there, and you're going to have those at Illinois. I mean, it's kind of the same boat producing where we're kind of.
2: But getting, why did why did Wisconsin why does Wisconsin always get those because of just Wisconsin themselves, not the coaches? I and think his Barry Alvarez was able to start
1: originally, and then mm-hmm. it just it snowballed and just became a. This is a Purdue podcast. Let's get back I, to Purdue. I,
0: <laughs> yes, yes, let's do that. But uh, but Diaco could join Belama on his yeah, defensive I staff. And I they that. played together at Iowa. So Wait, is,
1: that, is that an actual like a legit?
2: I I don't know. It was a speculation because yeah. they played at Iowa together, and there yeah. is a there is a connection.
0: <laughs> you realize if he goes there, that will be uh, four teams he's either played on or coached for. In the Big Ten West, Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue, oh, Diaco. Oh, Bra-
2: yeah. I forgot about Nebraska. Diaco? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, because he played okay, yeah, played at oh, oh, Iowa, yeah.
0: played at Iowa, then coached it, yeah, yeah, Nebraska. Play. Well, I'd be surprised that happens, but anyways, yeah, I uh, would be shocked. Were you guys surprised when the news came out uh, that Yako was canned? Uh,
1: yeah, I was definitely, I think if you would have told me after the Nebraska game that he was canned, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. But I think, I think I had talked myself into, you know, it's a weird season. It was a, you know, not a normal off, or, you know, we didn't have a normal winter, normal spring ball, even normal fall camp wasn't even, you know, what it was, what it used to be. And, you know, there's just you know, a new system, you know, probably guys just weren't accustomed to it, you know, maybe get him another year, another off season, a, a, a regular off season to, you know, get the guys figuring out what the hell they're doing out there. And I think I talked with somebody to like, he'll, he'll be here another year just because it's such a weird year, you know, we're not going to fire anybody, you know, it's just, but then of course you see the SEC just, you know, those boosters don't care. They're just canning everybody when they can. Um, so I was, I, I think at the time it was, I was a little surprised, especially, Coming a day after signing day. (laughs) Uh
2: like like twelve hours after Yanni Karloftis signs. Yeah, which apparently he knew. So
0: you know they all knew. Yeah, yeah. And it
2: sounded like uh had been floating the defensive coordinator job. I mean Diaco probably knew for weeks, honestly. Yeah. I mean Purdue hasn't played a game in three weeks. Yep. Yeah. Well, I I guess my
1: my question, because I guess I know we had, we had speculated, you know, oh, there's got to be something. We wonder if there's something going on behind the scenes of either guys not buying in or there's some rift between players or coaches and coaches. And but I feel like we never got like true. I mean, I guess people, I mean, the insiders aren't going to say that probably midseason because of everything would just catch on fire at that point. But I feel like afterwards, like, oh, yeah, there was definitely stuff behind the scenes. Like, this is, like feel like this brand new information. All of a sudden, it seems like everybody knew, but maybe I was just <laughs> up in the dark. I have no idea.
0: No, I think you're right. I think we were kind of speculating something might be up, but we didn't know, and then they kind of released this information. They're like, yeah, we've known about this. Uh,
2: It kind of came out, though, I feel like the last couple games, there was hints that there was some kind of like, oh, maybe not everybody's bought in, but it was like five games into the season, Mm -hmm. and it was like, okay, where was this four months ago? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, going in, everybody kind of knew Diaco liked a 3-4. I mean, Purdue, okay, has Lorenzo Neal at nose tackle, and not much after that, and now Lorenzo Neal has gone to most likely the NFL.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And and maybe Braum saw, okay, it didn't work when we had kind of a stereotypical NFL nose tackle, and now we don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now what happens after this? So, I don't
0: I, I, I was, was surprised. I was surprised I, too. I was with you, Webby. I, I had all on thought he would get a full year to see what yeah. he can do. But I mean, if he was really causing that much riff with the play, not only players, but the staff, from what it seems like, yeah. it seems like he had to go.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you had was, to go at that point. Did it sound like so? He was he's been a head coach. I mean, he's head coach at UConn. Yep. Yeah year i don't know for, i don't know a while ago like five years i don't i don't know it was yeah, a while he was ago. There
0: for four years um i think his last year there because he became the head coach after notre Dame made the national chip. so he was there from 13 to like 17 maybe okay and
2: yeah, then he uh, was louisiana yeah, back back, yep. for two years okay so did you get the sense that he just didn't, never transitioned from like i am not the head coach i am a coordinator and this is jeff Brom's show and that's not my place to, I don't know, yeah. delve on or tell people how, how I feel for the special teams coach or the wide receivers coach or something. I don't know.
0: Well, well, You know, we talked about this in the spring when when you know shortly after he was hired, he didn't do a ton of media, but when he did, he was just weird. He was odd. Oh, it was like, I don't remember. I don't remember him it doing it. He did,
1: like, that. right at the beginning, like, when there was still, like, before the Go on
0: YouTube. Yeah. There's, like, um, a 10-minute interview, and it's, it's cringeworthy. Oh, <laughs> you knew that going
2: in, though. Like, he was weird. Like, there was there, the were quotes, there were quotes coming up, though, recently of him, like, yeah. talking about games being on Nickelodeon in, like, 2015. He mm-hmm. talking about that. Like,
0: why did we hire
1: him? Like, that's the thing. Do that's, do that? my, that's my biggest thing. It's, like, you know, we talked about it. Essentially, you know, just over a year ago, of like this hire is going to be huge for Brom. You know, coming off the <laughs> year that we had of, of four yeah. and eight, this was this is going to be the biggest hire of his of his yeah. tenure. And it's like, did you not talk to anybody? Or like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> like, like,
2: okay. Like, uh, to be fair, I know Daryl Hazel, yeah. Hazel had a lot of positive references. He did, well. he did. But I mean, like, Press- with, hey, yeah, Hazel
1: wasn't around. But I feel like Diaco has been around. He's been around the block. And then, I mean, yes, I mean, I guess the the, uh, the popularly
2: successful,
1: yeah. Let I me mean, say he he was at Notre Dame when you know, obviously that defense was stupid awesome. good, mm-hmm. which I guess you know you know counteracts the bad, but I I, I don't know. I, mean, I guess it depends on who you trust, who you ask. You know, it all really depends on.
0: Just a major whiff. I mean, whiff. Yeah. we're paying him six hundred thousand dollars during a pandemic, which I know you said it would be the SEC boosters, but we're Purdue. We're not. Yeah. We're, not the <laughs> we're paying. We're writing him that check during a pandemic. Yeah, we want you gone. Like, yeah. Rick, now we Rick, have Rick, to write another card? check to bring somebody in. Yeah, and great. Auburn. Yeah,
2: Auburn just paid twenty-one million dollars for Gus Malzahn, who won what, like average, like eight, <laughs> eight and a half wins.
0: Auburn's stupid. I- <laughs> They've wanted him gone for years. I mean, the guy got him a national title and lost the. Did Florida you read State. that article
2: off t- off tangent here? Off there, the article about how there was a conspiracy to get rid of him like years ago. There's some article. Oh. I, I don't know where I saw it. Someone sent an article about there was a conspiracy, like a board member trying to get rid of him. And like they, they had, they were gonna hire somebody else, and then it leaked out. So then they had to do like a search, and I, I don't. Well, know, there's
1: something going on somewhere there. Somewhere. I've got a, I've got a friend who's a Tennessee fan, and they're like, there is something going on
2: there too.
0: They're under was, investigation like, for allegations right now.
2: Yeah. Well, then they <laughs> were. Man, Greg <laughs> like Shiano is probably just like ecstatic. Yeah. He, they, so they were supposed to
1: play up. in a bowl after winning, like. Two games or something like that. They're supposed to play Liberty. Four or
0: five, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It was,
1: it was, yeah instead of Army, which to play West Army.
0: Virginia in the Liberty Bowl.
1: Yeah. Um, but now they're oh, not going to because of COVID. But because they weren't banned from a bowl, they still get the bowl revenue. So my friend's like, that's going to help us buy out probably Pruitt or somebody. Like, I think they're over Pruitt too. But it's just like, there's let's like a comparison. There. Yeah, be
0: careful with Pruitt because they were all about him until this year. get a bad year. He's getting good recruiting classes. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I tend to see so
1: many psychotic. of those
0: SEC fan bases that yeah. are just delusional. Yeah. Um, in the Auburn, it's like, okay, Malzon got you to the championship. He's one of the few guys that can beat Nick Saban once in a while. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to find that can? I mean, he beat Nick Saban three times. It's like, well, I remember, it man, to do. I remember.
1: Tom Allen. <laughs> This buys us twenty seven million, so let's-
0: <laughs> that, that's insane. That is crazy.
1: <laughs> well, Tanner, talking about Auburn here. Before we get back on topic, I remember that's when sorry. we were sorry when we were at uh, yeah, at this yeah, absolutely
0: hundred percent beast nine on Periscope. Talk about Tennessee; they live in the nineties. Think Manning is still the QB. Yes. They still yeah. think former is their coach and not the AD. Which 100%. even that that was like an entire coup that
1: they. Like that, they mount manufactured a couple years ago when Shiana was hired. Yeah, then that that a dumpster fire,
0: they uh, had Mike Leach ready to go there, ready yeah. to sign, and then they said no.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah. going back to Auburn, I just remember Tam, when we were in Nashville a couple years ago for the uh, You're still bringing up this damn game, I know, music <laughs> city bowl. Hey. It, the day before was awesome.
0: Oh, it was yeah, downtown
1: Nashville. Yeah. Was, it West was Lafayette. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was West Lafayette South. It was yeah. it was awesome. Um, I, but I remember like you know seeing Auburn fans at the hotel, or if you saw them out, you know, out, out on you know Broadway, it was like you know they were like oh you know they were what top ten start the year, and now they're playing a, a six and six Big Ten team. It was like yeah you know gone. we want Mal's on gone. You know hey if you beat us you're doing us a favor, and then they just absolutely wiped the field with us and at the like, other yeah, scored
2: again buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. and then it was
1: just like efforts like oh yeah you know we, we didn't think we we're gonna we're all that good this year and it was like shut up
0: yeah it went like okay maybe I was on be fired because he is all this talent I'm feeling we only won seven games yeah, <laughs> yeah that was unbelievable that was just the speed was r- ridiculous. Yeah uh, it yeah. was a different game it was, yeah. you know, I I was
2: I was at a client doing like an inventory and I was like talking to a client. I came back to my computer for like I don't. Know, I was gone for like less than fifteen minutes. I was like, "It's twenty-one nothing. Like, what did I miss?" Yeah, it
0: was 28 twenty-eight seven after the first quarter, and then the the extra twenty-eight points in the uh, 28-0 in the second quarter really
1: busted. I mean, there was a point where like they may hang a hundred on us.
0: They kind of. yeah, oh, they man. yeah I know. that was oh, bad. Best seats I've ever had at a pretty yeah. game, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. basketball
2: season, guys. It is, it is but it has been bad for the last four weeks. So, <laughs>
0: before, we, before we get there, uh, back to Diaco. who do uh, you guys have some candidates you kind of want? I mean, I know we've seen some names thrown out there.
1: No, you know, I'm uh, so what's out coaching searches, like especially man,
2: like,
0: there were a couple I like, just from like
2: some names put out on Golden Black. Uh, <laughs> was, it, was it, um, Jackson, who went to Northern Illinois, oh
1: God, <laughs> sure. His Tampa two doesn't work anymore.
2: <laughs> I'd be, curious. I'd be, I'd be curious. I mean, like it have to be a different personality, but I'm kind of worried about like, okay, so Diaka was a head coach. He came in and he, I don't know. I mean, I, I think once you're a head coach, you kind of get that that okay, this is my show, yeah. And then you kind of deferring to the head coach. I don't know. I'm sure it's a different personality. Of being able to just take your role versus being in charge or having that experience as being in charge. So I'd be kind of worried about hiring. I kind of, I've kind of switched because I kind of liked having, I was like, oh, Diaco was a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Levine, was Levine a head coach at Houston before? I, thought, I think you I thought Levine was the Houston yeah. head coach. I don't know if Biagi had head coaching experience. I was kind of like, oh, man, we've got a bunch of guys that have, like, some head coaching experience. It's great. And then uh, now I'm kind of like, maybe that's not a good <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm kind of
0: leaning towards someone younger, someone other yeah in lane. I like uh, the Louisville D coordinator. He's 31. Yeah. I like Hardy.
2: that. Um, I liked – I have no idea. Uh, I think – I forget his first name. Jackson. Reggie Reggie Jackson sounds right. Derek don't Jackson. Don't Derek, Derek Jackson. Jackson yeah, Reggie morning. Jackson. He used to be on our October, staff. October, yeah. yeah. Uh, I liked him. Just because everybody makes a lot great recruiter, sense. I sense.
1: Sense. He was a good recruiter. The only thing that, that worries me is his deep. I, mean, I know it's it's Northern Illinois, it's MAC, but still his defenses were not great since he's been there. Um, but he been there two years, right? And but there's the familiarity with the staff. I mean, the area. I mean, he's. I'm sure he's recruited probably a lot of the guys on the roster right now. Um, I mean, and that. I mean, he was a Braum hire, right? Yeah, Brom hired him in year one. Yeah, I mean. I, I feel like if Poindexter doesn't get the job, he's he's not,
2: never going to be a DC lease at Purdue. Um, How do you, what would you guys think about Poindexter? <clears> Once
0: <throat> well, again, it makes sense. I don't know if it would get the fan base too fired up, but I think a lot of people would understand it.
2: I, I agree. I, I think it makes sense. <clears throat> I, I would be fine with it. Not like overly pleased, I guess. I, well, I kind of want something more.
0: Let, let me throw the one out that a lot of Purdue fans talk about. Brock's back.
2: No, oh, they're gonna no. say Marcus Freeman either. either, uh, either, either one, not, either happening. not even yeah. in my, my
0: one, I would love that, it, but it's not happening.
2: Yeah, no. um, he's gonna be a head coach before he's gonna be Cincinnati's head coach when Fickle moves on. Yeah, yeah,
0: since back, mm. I, I have a tough time believing he would come back, it would be a pay raise. Yeah, I mean, he's been the head coach at Illinois State since 2009. He's done well there, but mm. I don't know. But he he is from, of course, West Lafayette, played at Purdue. His, his wife's from Lafayette. I mean, there's a lot of connections, but I, I don't know. I, I just the don't
2: only know. way I could see that is if there's something with Babinski that says like, "Hey, if it just doesn't work out, you're like the head coach in waiting." Which I don't see that happening, and that's also kind of uh, setting Brahm up. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't think that's what it is, but that's the only way he would be. Semi interested. I guess I didn't know he's from <laughs> West Lafayette. I know he played at Purdue. He's been at Purdue a well, long that's time. That's what I meant.
0: Like his 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 wife's family's yeah. from there and stuff. That's what I meant. I don't think he's originally from West Lafayette. No, I didn't. Purdue, know so I'm a I, there. But
2: didn't I hear he's like three wins away from like Illinois State's like all time? Well, winning Yeah, coach he's done a really
0: thing. well job. Good yeah. job, there, but I don't. And he's I don't know if he's ever going to get a D one head coaching job. I mean, he's been yeah. a candidate for he, some jobs it's never came about. In power
2: didn't Iowa? Didn't Iowa look at him for like a D coordinator position yes. a few years ago?
0: Yep. Um, uh, I mean, it would be a neat story, you know. You kind of always liked the nostalgia of the program, but I, I, I kind of always, I kind of want to say, be careful what you wish for. That's twelve years ago when he yeah. was here, and who knows? The defenses were good, but they were starting to slip at the end. Yeah. Um, I don't. And know. And you're I mean,
2: saying if he's a good recruiter, is he a good recruiter now? Still exactly, and yeah, with really the different do? different. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean it's. I mean, just
2: – I honestly don't
1: think he would come back. I think the only way he would is if it was like, "Hey, I want to do this for a couple more years and then just retire, like and yeah. retire, you know, go out as alma mater. I, and I think man. there'd have to be,
2: there'd have to be some relationship with Brom. I feel like already it's yeah. not like it's, it's not like it's Danny Hope as the head coach that he knows or has experience right. with. but it's like, "Hey, we're buddies and we had all this history." And versus Brom, I doubt they know each other or had any connection
0: at all. Um, that's a good point. Be yeah. spent nine saying, and if you say bronze ego is huge, wouldn't Spack be kind of like Diaco being a head coach?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been a head coach a hell of a lot longer than
2: Diaco has, and mm-hmm. you know, that's I, that's I know it's interesting. I kind of thought I always kind of thought head coach as like, or oh, they have that experience is a positive. Now I don't know.
0: This isn't a mustache, a mustache uh, staff <laughs> either. <laughs> nope. No, it's not like it well. used to be. So, I don't yeah. know. It's it's something oh. we're definitely going to keep eye, our uh, eyes and eyes on here at the boiler breakdown. But uh no,
2: like who's your who's your number one? Who would you like to see? Who is like if you could, if outside of Marcus Freeman because he's not happening?
0: I like the guy from Louisville, and yep. I also yeah. like Tracy Clay's.
2: Ooh, uh, bar! I'd like the Dilly bar on the sideline. That's a good I
0: picture. would love him against Minnesota. Yeah,
2: what's I he been doing?
0: Eyes Minnesota.
2: The, the only thing I know about him is that picture of him eating the dilly bar in the he snow. He went to on the Washington State
0: and was on Leach's staff, and then he resigned, I think, last year for some reason. Hmm. I
2: don't they know. They didn't play a whole lot of defense there.
0: No, no. <laughs> but uh, he I thought he did good as the one-year head coach up in Minnesota when they won nine games, and they said he wasn't what they wanted and went and got Boat Boy. So. Yeah.
1: I just want someone, as, as a B. Schmidt, we kind of had his comment up earlier, someone who's willing to rush more, is aggressive. Um, I, I think I want someone young, up and coming, you know, someone mm-hmm. hungry. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think what's attractive to the position is that, hey, because we have the open cornerback's position with Greg Brown yeah. getting the door, it may be more attractive, like, hey, you know, you can come in and get, you know, bring in one of your guys you know, to fill a role on the staff. Um, so it'd be
2: interesting, sure. though. So Diaco coached linebackers as well. Yep. Uh, so now we need do you think they need somebody who needs with some that experience of linebackers, coaching linebackers? So does that limit it or now is it kind of open it up? Do you have somebody who's coached some safeties and corners and then you go the I opposite think, way I think that, yeah, way, linebacker's yeah, coach? Yeah, I can go either way, which
1: is I mean, it offers you some flexibility.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I assume I assume whoever comes in the I mean probably the criteria for the job is you have to be okay with coaching from the
2: booth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yep, most likely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did uh, did we, we didn't talk much about Brown? Did Brown? Do you think Brown was leaving was more of? I mean, Brown was hired before Diaco.
0: Yeah, this was yeah. the second year at Purdue.
2: I don't think the the corners or safeties really all improved or impressed me all that I much. The corners
0: were worse than the safeties um, yeah. this year. Um, I, I thought impressive. his firing was coming. I, I was not surprised by that.
2: I, mean, yeah,
1: the, uh, I was trying to think back of like something positive corners and I just kept going back to Corey Trice last year. Yep.
2: That's the only thing that the yep. corner really did. Um, yeah, it like, was just so yeah, – but how much of that was the the play call, the the coaching of just uh, so soft? It's like give them right. like eight yards. Yeah. And yep. then yep. like, oh, cool, they got a seven-yard – like we, we held them to seven yards, but they got seven yards yep. every single play.
0: I think right. this is it for the firings. I think uh, Biagi gets another year. I think that would have already been made. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. I mean, I, I just think it would have been. I'm also surprised we haven't seen more in the transfer portal so far from Purdue.
2: Mm-hmm. sorry to go back to the coaching i know we talked about poindexter as a potential yep. D coordinator why do you think he gets a little bit of a pass i feel like i mean he's co-defensive coordinator and he's been co-defensive coordinator for four years
0: it's a good co- that's a good question i mean yeah.
2: i know he came with brahm in year one but i mean i don't i know not a little about him i have no reason to think that he's bad or good really either way um just kind of curious. It seems like he's kind of just the kind of the forgotten man when it comes to everybody hating on the coaching staff or yeah. a player or anything like that. He's just really, kind of. It's always the
1: defense that's getting sh- shaken up in terms of the staff. You don't really see much of the. I don't think we've seen any offensive staff. I mean, aside from yeah. what, maybe a tight ends coach changing.
2: Yeah, we oh, had
0: yeah. last year.
1: Yeah, that's about um, it. But yeah,
2: I'm 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 so, what was his name or. uh
0: He's at Texas Tech now. Yeah, yeah. Tomer
2: or Tomersal or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: now now uh, Wallace is the young mm-hmm. tight end coach Ryan Wallace. So because Shepard's still a wide receiver, Barkley, running back Williams is offensive line, and you got Br- Brian Brom as the quarterback or or quarterback slash co offense coordinator, and then you know Jeff calls the plays. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll switch though. Maybe Brian gets called plays after he did not get the Kentucky offensive coordinator job that he interviewed for. So,
1: yeah. I'd like to see that. Just, I mean, just give it a shot. I mean, see yeah. if it works. I mean, you I always pull
0: I, back if it doesn't work.
1: Yeah. So, but I, I have a hard time believing that's going to happen, but you never know. We'll have a uh, cover Jesus moment.
0: Well, let's put a bow on this 2020 football season. And never speak of it again. <laughs> um, <about>
1: 2019 too.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, got one question here from B Smith nine. Did you feel the offense took a step back this year? Felt the line was better at creating holes. Do you think uh, the offense
1: uh, took a step back, Webby? I think so. I mean, oh, okay. Well, not from last year. Not from last year. Which last year, I yeah, think you can attribute to injuries. Um, I just, I mean, I, my biggest thing is just I, it was just so boring to watch. Um, I mean, Horvath was phenomenal. Um, way better than I expected him to be. Um, I was really disappointed. We didn't really see the Rondale that we, we were used to seeing um you I mean you had david but i mean yes i think we obviously put up more points but i mean i guess i take a step back from the fact that it was just i just didn't enjoy watching the offense go to work it was i'm sick of the quarterback sneaks on third and one um i just i just felt it just felt very vanilla
0: yeah i think we all maybe had too high expectations going in yeah uh, as the offense was good, how explosive they were going to be. We we're going to use all these different wide receivers, yada, yada, yada. Didn't really happen that way. No. I did think the offense scored enough points most games to win. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen, but um, that's a good question. Um, I, who, I
2: don't know. I think the offense, it wasn't like phenomenal, but I think it was fine. Like, I definitely, they scored enough. I don't know if it was a step back. I think it yeah. was uh, just a solid, I think the offense was solid. It wasn't know, like spectacular. Sure. It wasn't bad. I think it was solid.
0: It would just be nice to find a quarterback to play the whole season. Yeah, I don't know what's yeah. wrong with Jack? I don't know. Jack and
2: Aiden. I mean, Aiden got hurt, but like neither one of them were terrible, neither one of them were good. I, I like, know.
0: them. I don't know if either of them are the guy. That's the right. thing. Like I think they're both. Like part of me once is hoping Alimo kills in the offseason. Just give him the job and let him go. Um, yeah.
2: Jack was only a redshirt sophomore, so I mean he's I, I still, know. still got two I more years.
0: Oh, but <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, 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 he played great against Minnesota. Then after that, I thought he kind of regressed. But same thing. Aiden had a good game against Iowa, and then yeah, his ball. Know, maybe and Illinois. kind of
2: There is just a clear difference in like the zip on the passes from O'Connell to Palmer. Yeah, is so much more, quicker, yeah. you know, moving just, in the pocket. Yeah.
0: It'll be interesting next year because I think quarterbacks going to be a big discussion. But um, for 2020, who is your team MVP for Purdue?
2: Overall, um, offense and defense? Yeah,
0: for overall, you get one player for the team, for the season. I'm going to say DeMarcus Mitchell. That's who I
2: was thinking if it wasn't Bell. I could see yeah. Bell. I, I could see Horvath as well. I don't know. Horvath had, what, four? I like Derek Barnes a lot. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I was torn between I th- Mitchell or Barnes. And I, I just Mitchell like,
2: got hurt. But I, yeah, I think
1: – I think we saw a, a, a defense like even a, a bigger step back when Mitchell got hurt, even more mm-hmm. so. I mean, even more so when when Carloftis got hurt slash got COVID. The defense just completely fell apart.
2: But, um, but then, he, then again, I think David Bell won us like the two games. Yeah, won Illinois. So <laughs> like, especially Illinois, he won the yeah. Illinois game.
0: That's yeah. why I go MVPs David Bell because he was an yeah. animal against Iowa. And then if he didn't make that one-handed catch against Illinois, we're probably looking at Good. overtime if not losing. So yeah. I think that was the player of the year too. Was his one-handed catch? Yeah, against uh, against Iowa. But um, okay, so that was be – Who's your offensive player then?
1: Uh, David Bell, but uh, Horvath is is one B. Yep. If David Bell is one yeah. A, I mean you have to give him to Bell just because I mean Bell was phenomenal. And like you said, he won us those two New games. He was
0: the number two, second or second team in the coaches. <sighs> yeah. two, two Ohio State wide receivers made first team. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, you know yeah. what? Just give him a chip on his shoulder for his yeah. shooting yeah. yeah. red, shirt so- red shirt, sophomore year. Sorry,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think you have to give it to Bell. But I mean, Horvath was—I mean, he's an animal. He's an
0: I'd say
2: most improved Horvath. He'd oh say, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he he picked up right where he left off from that bucket game last. Yeah. Year.
2: That one game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I how thought. Much I, did he, yeah. I, I, I thought. How many hurdles? How many hurdles? <laughs> we'll
1: have to do an over under for next year. How many he has? Yeah. But I think. I think. I think going into the year, I mean, obviously, I, I can't remember when we started, when we did our preview, if we knew DeRue was hurt or not. Ooh, um, I
0: don't think we knew until the Friday before yeah, the game. The game I, yeah, I, I, I would so. have thought I, it
1: was, you know, it would have been like 65, 35 DeRue Horvath carries, and, you know, give Horvath, you know, on on third and one, you know, on, on you know, short yards a game. But and, I knew was an absolute beast.
2: And those first three games, like when DeRue was hurt nobody else touched the ball, yeah. I <laughs> you know? knew it. Hewitt didn't get like a single carry. Yeah, Murphy didn't get a single carry. Single. No, I mean, yeah, he was. He had some other issues, but yeah. But I, I was stunned that Hewitt. I mean, nobody. I mean, it yep. was it was like the first two games. Definitely, it was like twenty carries or something. It was all Horvath, and I, was I think that's
0: why him. we uh, saw some of those running backs opt out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just my speculation. I could be wrong, but just um, not playing no, time. time portal yet, oh.
2: so. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. I mean, they're tested five days a week, six yeah. days a week, and they're quarantining. So I yeah. get I get that. If it's you're not gonna play, I get oh, that it's that's 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 a stressful I
0: it. year. Or, but, big teams for the most part are declining bull because the kids are just tired of playing. They're tired of yeah. yeah. tested. They want to go home. I yeah. get it. Um yeah. defensive MVP.
1: And Barnes or Mitchell? I I, I said yeah. Mitchell for my team MVP, so I'll <laughs> go okay, Mitchell again.
2: I, but I would say Mitchell, but I think Barnes. I think like started B. the year. Mitchell started the year really strong, and then mm-hmm. Barnes finished the year really strong. Yep. So I, I mean I don't know if Mitchell was nicked up at the end of the year. He kind of seemed like he blended a little more than he did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Barnes was really strong. So I I'm torn. I, I I guess Barnes just because he was an animal the last three games and he was hitting hard and yeah
0: yeah i'm gonna go barnes and then mitchell and then yeah. actually the third guy i think i thought cam allen had a pretty good year yep i'm a big cam allen fan yeah me too so and, and it was too bad we only got to see george like a game and a half yeah,
1: yeah. To
0: get done. but um
1: i get to see both get to see uh george so, and johnny okay. next year yep.
0: uh the the 2021 class is signed on the dotted line now purdue it's the 14th ranked The worst ranked Big Ten class by the experts, but it was a small class. I
2: I did see that. I thought I saw them 13th ahead of mm, Illinois. 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 I think it was Illinois. Uh, On 247, I think they were 13th after Yanni signed.
0: Small class. I was fine with it. I mean um, – We'll
1: probably get some – transfers in I, I think that's what, what brahmi mentioned because they wanted to leave some room for what i mean one we don't have a lot of seniors that's one thing and you right. don't know who all
2: comes back who do you think comes back so of the there's not many so i mean barnes is gone grant herman's gone those are the
1: two that you'd want back if you had yeah. any ones but i think i think An- i think anthrop is back
0: i think that's your lonely one Greg Long. Yeah, I heard,
2: greg, I long. greg long
0: i forgot about him no, I would not. think would the, be,
2: those are the two. Those are the yeah. two that I think are back. It would be nice to is have Anthony, back. Is Anthony Watts a senior?
1: Mm.
2: I thought I he was. So. I think so. I, I, I think thought he is. was. I would, I would. He'd be one that I would hope would come back. Yeah. It'd be nice to kind of ease that blow of Lorenzo Neal.
0: Yeah. Tackle. I want Anthony back for a leadership standpoint.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He'd be a captain for sure.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But I, I, I don't see many coming back. I think just. You know, either guys just ready to test NFL waters or
2: just
0: yeah. stop plus,
1: football.
2: <laughs> plus they were, I mean, this is different coach that they weren't mm-hmm. recruited by. Sure. Now it's a, if they're on the defense, it's their third defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I mean, you how many of them are just like ready to go on?
1: Yeah, you, don't don't, you don't know if you're going to have a normal off season
2: again. So it's like, man, I don't really want to go through, you
1: know, that, you know, mm-hmm. that experience again. Um, but yeah. I suppose
0: if they're having trouble finding a job because it's probably not the easiest environment to find a job in right now, either they're like, yeah. "Well, I can come back in college one more year. Hopefully, at least it's a full year where I can get twelve games."
2: Mm-hmm. But then there's also, I mean, Purdue's got to work with them. The coaching staff has to work with them and make sure that right. they have scholarships for them, and if yeah, they right. want them, and yeah, yep. which is it's, it's going to get so awkward. For the next
0: four years is going to be wild. Yeah, until it's going to finally yeah. equal out again. It's going to be a like, headache.
2: Like when some, what if someone walks into, I don't know, JD Dellinger, right? He's a kicker. He's a senior. Yeah. He's, he's not going I to come back. Yeah. But like, say, I don't know, pretty, I don't know who's a kicker is going to be next year. But like, I say he walks. Yeah. What? A-
0: it might could be his little brother. He's a walk on the team. I don't know. But say,
2: okay, there you go. Say, Brom, say he walks into Brom's office and says, I want to come back. And Brom's like, nah, we want your <laughs> brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, Let's uh burn all the tape and the memories from this year and
1: uh what was the uh if think what was your most frustrating most frustrating. so there's a lot of them. What was the most frustrating play of the year? I mean, is it is it the Minnesota is it the Minnesota Past appearance yeah, or
0: it's the most frustrating play in moment. Yeah. Um
1: I guess Nebraska, let's say not, that's the whole
2: freaking yeah, Nebraska
1: game. Yeah, not a not a, not an official call, but like an actual like a play that you know the players essentially caused. Uh, DJ
2: Mackey Mackey's late hit against Nebraska on the sideline when it was going to be third and twenty one or something. Yeah, that's the only one I could stick out right now. That's like, what the hell was that? That one
1: in the busted coverage against Rutgers. That one was that kind of helped them come back.
2: The
0: kick return. Yeah, not
1: the right. I mean, because we were still playing with that the kicker turn, but it was, I That's guess, fine. the other play. Yeah, but it was smart.
2: like, it was it was an 11 point game. And then all of a sudden, right. like, crap. never mind, it's a four point game again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, really the only positive plays I'm going to remember is Bell's one handed um, catch against Illinois. Uh, that that
2: Iowa game four, seems so long ago. First
0: turtle against uh, yeah. Iowa. I, uh, I,
2: I don't remember anything from that Iowa game.
0: But right it was like, ago.
2: But it was like looking back on it, like what a great win! Like, Iowa. Like, oh, you're yeah. so good. Like, who win. the hell was Purdue to beat Iowa like, <laughs> so, like two months ago?
0: Yeah, that was an unbelievable gift that the scheduling committee gave us. Week yeah. So we still own Iowa, we own Fairens. <laughs> uh, remember that next year when we got to go to Kinnick. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, of course, talk when the defensive uh, coordinator decision happens. But besides that, we'll probably just be talking basketball for the foreseeable future until uh, next season rolls around. Hopefully, it's everything stays the same and Oregon State comes into West Lafayette to kick off the year next year.
1: So, so we got – who's our non-conference? We got Oregon State. We got Notre Dame back on the schedule.
0: Yeah, Diane, you UConn, Notre Dame. Yep. In that order. Really, the schedule, I hate to get ahead of myself. But Notre Dame is going to be really tough. and I'm, Oregon State won't. <laughs> cakewalk, but also the other two. I think it's at Illinois and um, – not Illinois. It's Illinois home and Minnesota home, not at Illinois.
1: And our cross-division um, cross games are Michigan State at Ohio State and Indiana, yeah. which we don't know where that Indian will be now because if it was supposed to be at Indiana this year – I
2: think
0: it should be back at State because we got screwed years ago and had to play twice in Bloomington. Yeah.
2: So. Rondo Moore is going to come back as the honorary <laughs> captain for that Ohio State game, and Purdue rolls
0: honorary captain at Ohio State. We're going to somehow yep. make it happen.
2: Yep. <laughs> he's going to be in the locker room. He's going to be going to do the coin toss just to give some more nightmares.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be a tough schedule next year, no doubt. But um, we'll worry about that when when time comes. Um, yeah, so so excited about um, football, and it just didn't go. Uh, did
1: not go no um yeah so actually i was talking with my dad this i think it was this morning and uh he would he sent me a picture it was a facebook memory of me graduating um five years ago and it got me really nostalgic i was like man i really miss purdue i also really miss mad mush um, so, the Boiler Breakdown is sponsored by Mad Mushroom, serving Boilermaker since 1993. Uh, Mad Mush is located in the heart of West Lafayette, as, as well known as the home of the original cheese stick. It is the, my favorite thing to get there. I know, Tanner, you and I indulged in cheese sticks on more than one occasion. Thank Count, was pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> uh but whenever i like to visit I like to sit down have an ice cold beer while trying one of their latest pizza or while trying their latest pizza of the month uh next time you're in town stop in and tell them boiler breakdown sent you for five dollars off any order over twenty dollars i believe is the pizza of the month still the fixings this year this month yep so the fixings you got mashed potatoes turkey ham corn chives and cheddar cheese definitely a in the spirit of the holiday season and uh if you're Boiler Breakdown listener, you can also use the coupon code BREAK5, that's all caps B-R-E-A-K, the number five, to claim your discount online at madmushroom.com. Mad Mushroom, feed your head.
0: Good job, Webby.
1: Thank you. I practiced that a couple times.
0: I like the um, segue. That was beautiful. We, we, Andrew and I thought you, we didn't know what there, so. <laughs> I thought you sure totally missed it. It yep. was like, nope. when he was on a tangent, we're like, oh boy. Uh, here he goes. I, have, I thought you were really get nostalgia about something. <laughs> I didn't know, like he was going to say, I miss Purdue, but you know, when football things like this happen, I just, okay. Uh, oh gosh.
1: I'm what they call a professional, so. <laughs>
0: that was impressive. That's a good, good, good read there. Yeah. Um, Basketball fun week for the Boilers last week. I think we yeah. were we were all hoping for a split.
1: That was the best case scenario. Was a, was got a
2: Yeah, man, I was I was so nervous like that Sunday before when it was like God the bucket game was scheduled for Friday, <laughs> the Purdue Notre Dame game was Saturday afternoon, and then Clemson Notre Dame Saturday afternoon. I'm like, oh God, this could be a bad weekend.
0: <laughs> I also had the Bronco game Saturday, so <laughs> uh, yeah. I was relieved when I saw the bucket. Like. For the moment on Friday, I'm like, thank God I can't take <laughs> on Saturday. But yeah, it was um that Ohio State game. You know, with number 20 Buckeyes came in, they were short a couple guys, but uh Boilers were favored by four, which surprised all of us, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We just played good. And ended up,
2: I think it ended up like six and a half. Like it's over right. four. I think they opened, I think it closed at like six and a half.
0: It was the Travion Williams show passing. He pulled out Jason oh, yeah. Williams, man. He was on triple double watch, wasn't he? He, he was is. close.
1: Rob yeah. Blackman called a uh, uh, said his passes were very Larry Bird esque.
0: So. All right. All right.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then I heard. I think uh, Brian Newbert was like, "Oh, the the Magic Johnson. Uh, just, yeah. It just <laughs> came easy to him that night. That night, he just needs to keep it that way and not force it."
0: I was hoping they would keep doubling him all night because when they slid that double team over, he found the open man. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah. they they stopped doubling him in the second half, but he was shredding it with
0: uh, Yeah.
1: Which it was fun. I know we talked about this after the game, but uh, Boiler alum Robbie Hummel was on. Big Ten Network and he was just he was just tearing into Ohio State. He how was, how oh, that was <laughs> so forward. funny. Yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think who else played good off the top of my head that night.
1: Um Sasha. I think Sasha was, was uh, in, in some threes. If I'm I mean he's been hitting everything.
0: Oh, he hits everything. i Uh yeah. Sasha was
2: two of seven from three actually. Never mind. Hunter good game. Hunter, Hunter yeah. played well, he had fifteen.
1: I mean I uh, you know I didn't score a lot, but he had a nice kind of oh. Euro step after into the lane, which, I mean, just kind of gives you a little glimpse of his ability.
0: He is something, guys. Like, yeah. I know he, we haven't seen a full yet, but I don't know if I've seen anything kind of like him at Purdue. He is like,
2: so like, aggressive, I and he's, know, so he's
0: so long. a hot shooter. I mean, he could blow yeah. by when he needs to, but, I mean, I know a lot of people want to compare Ivy a little bit to each one Moore, but each one was smooth. Ivy, I don't know. He's... I think, a, think he's right. more he's Carson. Like, think he That's what I say.
2: More he's Carson, like Carson,
1: he's just bigger. but like
0: Four inches taller. Yeah. I mean, and Carson long. was a
1: freaking bowling ball in terms of he was just, you know, he was shorter, but he was just.
0: Tree trunks.
1: Yeah. So he could pull yeah. his way in. But I think, yeah, Ivy, he just has, he's taller. Um, he'll get, I mean, obviously he'll, after a couple years in the weight room, he'll get there. Maybe not as big as Carson, but I mean, he's going to have that bigger body, which will be able to get, have him be able to get by some, some defenders, but he, he's a baller.
2: He's just slippery. Like he can just slide. He's just like past you mm-hmm. like that. It's. He's so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, I love it. I mean, he just adds that other element that Purdue has kind of missed. It's a guy (laughs) who can get to the basket whenever he wants, essentially. I mean, he may be kind of out of control. So he'll kind of figure that out as he gets back into it and as he gets a little older, more experienced. But I mean, right now he's just exciting. It's awesome.
0: I really like these retro freshman guys.
2: Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. another guy. Newman had 10 and 7 rebounds on against Ohio State. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Gillis is to mix himself, I think, into
1: the starting lineup for sure he's at that floor. Yeah, he he's a bulldog. A bulldog. I mean, I've heard, I've heard some. Uh, I think even Golden Black, they're talking about him as very much like a Grady Eifert role. I mean, but he could higher be higher ceiling
0: probably like, than Grady. Yeah, higher
1: ceiling, but I mean, you know, we won a lot of games with with Grady Eifert doing yeah, what up. he did. And mean, I mean, you
2: know how many how many shots has he hit in a row now?
1: He shot a hundred percent this last week. Uh-huh. Like I think he's like.
2: I think they said against Notre Dame, he's hit his last like eight shots or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just been
2: you know phenomenal. Yeah, he went he went three for three against Ohio State, and then against then he was four for four. He he looks like a guy like
0: like, to the eye that can't shoot threes, but he can.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he banged in
0: two against Notre Dame. Yeah, uh
1: yeah. Again, kind of Grady, he just I mean does the little things. Um, High energy guy, I think, and high IQ, and I mean,
2: yeah, I mean we're lucky to have him. That's for sure. Can you talk about Newman on defense? I mean, like, against Ohio State, I just loved him. Like, like even, like, trailing the screen, I mean, he was flying. Like, there were numerous times where he's, he was getting picked at, like, the elbow, and he flew around the corner and, like, stuck with this man where it's like you can clear the effort. I mean, he just wanted it, and it was awesome.
0: I don't know. Yeah. yeah he, he is the Boiler Breakdown's favorite gif, the Newman oh, yeah. gif. I, <laughs> I love it. I have to use yeah. it. There's so many varieties of it. I love it. Um yeah.
2: he, he's he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a a favorite. I just can't the, wait until well, the last
1: four year, next four years. I'm not sure if they're doing it now because there's no fan I mean I guess there's some fans, but you know, with, when you when you go to a game at Mackey, they like after a play they'll have little gifts on some on some of the smaller translation. I you used know they're gonna use that
0: if they the mark
2: I wonder I wonder what the trademarks are for like the show, who owns it, what I it's don't worth know, to pay because, it. like they, if they, if there are Tremors. They own a lot of them because yeah. they're
1: paying a lot because they use. I mean, with all the videos they show before, I mean that that montage, that dance montage they show before the second yeah. half, has got so That's
0: many. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't I don't imagine know
0: what the rules yeah. are. I'm sure they're a little more lenient. I don't know. Uh, they're. Sure it's not just
1: for being promotional. They like a
0: compliance department for a reason. Yeah. So.
1: Um, Everybody's watching from the compliance department.
0: Yeah, so I'd, be curious the mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd be very curious to know. Yeah. Um, Edie, um, up and down week. Um, I mean, yeah, he's a freshman, his big 10 yeah. play now, so the refs still don't know how to officiate. Oh my
1: god, this is baffling, that, especially some of these guys who,
0: who it's are he's not, not good, that, change. That yeah.
2: That flagrant and
0: Notre Dame game was that Notre Dame?
2: Yeah, in yeah. yeah. the, the first half, that was so bad. I don't know what
0: he uh, can do it unless he always, at all times, has his hands up here. I know, I know. How do you how do you catch the ball?
2: Like you catch the ball <laughs> and you have like your yeah. elbows are out. Like he can't catch the ball. It's like, Ar-.
1: yeah, your elbows are at the guy who's six eight are at his head. So if he goes to make a
2: move, a basketball move, <laughs> no, not six eight. To... I'm pretty sure the guy hitting the head was like six <laughs> eleven. <laughs> He's just six inches taller than him.
0: <laughs> yeah. and they know how to they know how to sell it. They know how to flop yeah, oh, yeah. it. was
2: a little bit of a flop. I, I mean you saw it
1: in oh what I can't remember if it was, think, it was I think it was at NDSA in Jake Laravia. He he just got he got bumped a little bit and he just flew to the ground. I mean he no. knew what to do and it is Yeah, they know how to sell it. I mean he's it, yeah, it's just frustrating that the guy that that big I know I was just I didn't watch the game, but um reacting to one of our friends who's an Illinois fan they used to complain about kofi coburn getting hacked and how a foul oh, on, yeah. on, on, on someone else's and a foul on him because he's so big it's like kind of the same thing with with edie it's like hey
2: oh i mean isaac haas had this for
1: four years yeah, so. which is, that's what's just so baffling me it's like you had four, four years, years of tape down. on how to on how to officiate an absolute behemoth you know use this in training you know because it just it, kind of, it's kind of our thing now. We're
2: going to have a, a larger than life human being in our roster. So get used to it. I, I would know. rather, I mean, I'd rather him be oh, like aggressive, like over aggressive. Yeah, I and mean, he's not, absolutely. I don't think he's being, he's not being like dangerously aggressive yeah. by any means, but he's not like timid. And I'd rather him be aggressive. I mean, yeah. like, same thing like Newman, Ivy. I'd rather them play aggressive. I mean, like, Newman, I think against Ohio State had like a fast break where I think he took a charge where he was too aggressive. And I was like, I'd rather it be that, I mean, especially as a freshman or redshirt freshman, whatever. I mean, play aggressive and make the mistakes that way versus being timid and throwing the ball away. Like, okay, take a charge every now and then, learn from it, and but be aggressive.
0: I agree. Um, so yeah. I love Edie
2: dunking the ball all the time when he was leading the nation in dunks for, like, three games. It's like, yeah, just go hammer it. Like, be aggressive and hammer it home.
0: So, so we got off we got off on the right foot in Big Ten play. We're on Big Ten play now, and then uh, we beat Notre Dame on Saturday. <laughs> One in the crossroads. Uh, this was the tenth crossroads. So now we are three and seven in the crossroads. We're two and three against Notre Dame. One and four against Butler. In that, um, yeah, I thought that was the best offensive performance produced put together this year to date.
2: Mm-hmm. Minus the last like four minutes of the first half. Yeah, they played really good. Um,
0: you know, it's twenty twenty when they shoot well in uh, Bankers Life Fieldhouse. <laughs> yeah, never happens.
2: Yeah, no. true.
0: But, uh, in, in Andrew and, and Evan, you probably know too, but isn't this the last year of the contract wise for the, I don't know what it was, but that everybody, that keeps saying, everybody keeps saying
1: 2021, but this might be the last year. So it's like, who's, is it like, who's going to put the nail in the coffin? I don't understand it. I don't, yeah, I just don't get excited. Cause, Cause I thought it was, this was the last year, but then I think I read like the Indy star and maybe even another article where it said, Oh, you know, 2021 is the last year, but this might be, you know, like, I, I don't know. This might be the end of it, which I, I don't understand how that works, but
2: I had heard. I thought. I thought this was the last year. It makes sense because ten years.
0: I mean, it makes sense.
2: I I was fairly confident this was the last year, and then I read an article on like Thursday that read like the second to last year of the contract, and I was like, where did that come from? Same thing. (laughs) I was like, I'm. I feel pretty good that this was the last year of the contract, and maybe there's like an option for next year. You know what? what I was going to pull out because they.
0: The end of it. I would love if. They could somehow work out a deal with the Gavit games in the ACC Big Ten Challenge to play Notre Dame once every, like, four years, to play Butler once every, like, four years or something. Mm-hmm. That would be okay by me.
1: I'd love to do a home-and-home, home too. That's the Those, thing be, that.
0: yeah, those would, would be great. I yeah. don't, for some reason, see them agreeing to that. I yeah. don't know why. Um, just because they never have, I guess. But you got to start somewhere. I don't. I mean, this is a. It's a fun event.
2: I wouldn't mind like them expanding it, like keeping it. Butler, Purdue, Notre Dame, IU, and add Valparaiso, add Evansville, add Ball State, I don't, Indiana State. I don't know. Just keep the Indiana, or even add Xavier, Cincinnati, add somebody, add Louisville, or yeah, just to make it kind of a fun weekend. I mean, down in Indy, when a normal year, it's a. It's a cool. It's a cool day of just basketball. I mean, like the first game was eleven thirty. Purdue Notre Dame was two thirty, and honestly, the Butler IU game was on at one thirty. I I
1: mean, a flat you had the
2: Big Ten football championship just down the street, yeah, you know?
1: like right, in, like sorry, at noon, which was, that was weird in itself. But usually, it's pretty cool when it's at night. But
2: yeah, it's a fun day. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I think it's a cool event just because it showcases Indiana basketball, and uh you know, always hear people, I you know, I
1: always it's hear with commentators saying that you know every state needs to do this, you know, because especially if you've got a lot of you know. Good power five schools, or I mean, I guess not power five and basketball, but you know, high level, you know, teams. You know, I mean, Ohio could do some pretty cool things with Xavier, Cincy, Ohio State, Dayton, Dayton. And that could be cool. I mean, Illinois, you've got some teams, Northwestern, um, Illinois. but
2: then there's yeah. some of those big 10 schools like
0: Illinois, Northwestern, yeah,
1: Illinois, you can play each other. just like Indiana and Purdue. Um, I mean,
0: that one year in the dome, which is crap,
2: uh huh. I remember yeah, that. that one, yeah.
0: Crap! Yeah, but um, uh, well, you know, before this crossroads, there was always the wooden club tradition, which mm-hmm. uh, Purdue would be in it, and then there would be a matchup of like one year it was Ohio State Xavier. Um, Isn't one that year, we
1: played
2: uh
0: um We played Davidson. We played yeah, Lowell. We played yeah. uh, one year.
2: I went to a Valpo game at Banker's Life. There There's Purdue Valpo. I think at
0: the wooden. I'm trying to think who the heck. One year, it was the year we beat Louisville for whatever reason. The other game was like Southern Illinois and Florida State. <laughs> it was like something that, because my dad had a suite through a, a rep at the time, and there was a Southern Illinois fan in the suite. It was just weird. It's like, what in the world was that? When
1: like was that back when Painter was a coach, or
0: yeah, it was when we beat that really good Louisville team, okay, with the baby boilers, and then we returned home and lost to Walford mm. next week. Fun, never that but, one. Uh, so I, I, don't do you, know how, do you, I don't know what they'll do.
2: What would you think about, like, UCLA and play up the, the wooden connection between UCLA and Purdue?
0: Sure. I mean, yeah. I'm for it. That'd be cool. be cool. I, I do know Chris Form mentioned we're in some really big other tournaments here in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, next year we're in one with North Carolina, Villanova, and <clears throat> I don't bad. remember. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a big and, and then I oh, believe no no ACC after school. that, yeah. we're in something out in like Portland, Oregon, some Nike. Oh, uh, that's the, nice. the PKA. Yeah. 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 A lot of big boys out there. So we're going to be in,
1: was in that last year. Weren't they Andrew? The
2: year before. Um, yeah. A couple years ago.
0: So yeah. we're going to be in some big yeah. boy tournaments, which I'm all for. I'm, I've never seen us play UNC. That'd be cool. Um,
2: yeah.
0: So, so we'll see. I, I hope they figure something out though. I mean, I hate the damn thing that we're three and seven, but it was nice to know we were going to play a decent opponent every year. In it, so.
2: And it's just a cool event for the state. Yeah.
0: Also what I hate, 70% of the crowd at least is against Purdue.
2: But, see, that was also part of it, was that typically IU lost as well. So. Uh, they had the I best record.
0: They no they had the in best. The after, after on
1: Saturday, they, they officially had yep. the best record. So didn't like and, yeah. I know it did I don't well,
0: think they ever lost back-to-back years in it. Well,
1: Archie never lost in it,
2: too. Well, it's That's because it's Notre Dame. I mean, Butler did their part. Yeah. Notre Dame could ever, never beat IU. Yeah. Did, Notre Dame, did they actually, Notre Dame actually ever beat IU? In I don't those? think so.
1: Because yeah, it because the I don't think they only beat Purdue. I think both teams like, were six and three going to Saturday, and it was like whoever wins that has the best record
2: in the crossroads. And I feel
0: like I, I feel it. like
2: Butler never, yeah, Butler did Purdue beat Butler once, once, yeah,
0: 2017. Yep. Interesting, we will see about that, but it was a good win indeed for the Boilers. Uh, Eric Hunter Jr. was awesome, mm-hmm. uh, Trey was awesome, Sasha was awesome. The big thing
1: with, with Hunter was zero turnovers.
0: Yep. And, and he shut down
2: Notre Dame's leading scorer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was kind of. They were talking about that. Like, oh, yeah, Prentice Hub, right? That's his name, Prentice Hub. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when Notre Dame gets a normal offensive game from Prentice Hub. And it's like, well, okay, a normal offensive game. Like how was. He
0: wasn't shooting, he didn't get any good looks.
2: I mean, he was like 0 for 7 or something. Yeah, 0 for 7. I
0: wasn't making it easy on him, I should say. No,
2: exactly. But they were making it sound like he's just having a bad game. It's like like they weren't giving any credit to Purdue's defense. And I was like, Purdue's kind of focusing on him, so like letting anybody else beat him. And I will say they got a ton of open
0: threes. Oh, and (laughs) I was telling Webby before we started recording, they remind me of Iowa without Garza. Uh
2: Uh-huh. Oh, my God. They, I, I don't like their first like twelve shots were threes. Yep. It seemed like I, I think I texted you guys like five minutes in the game. I'm like, they're gonna shoot like fifty threes.
0: <laughs> I think they're they're better than the record indicates. I mean, yeah. they've beat Kentucky in a close one. But they lost to Duke, but they played them close. They lost yeah. to, uh, gosh, now I'm blanking.
2: Um, um, hold on, I got them up. Yeah, they
0: lost some good opponents. Um, why am I blanking?
2: They be They lost to uh, Michigan State by ten. They beat Detroit, lost to Ohio State by five, there we go, beat, uh, yeah. beat Kentucky, lost to Duke, and then Purdue.
0: So they played a gauntlet pretty much so far this year.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, they're two wins, Detroit and Kentucky, yeah, but losses to number 13, Michigan State, at Michigan State at the time, and then yeah, number 22, Ohio State, and then yep. 21, Duke,
0: yep.
2: and, and number something receiving votes, Purdue.
0: But a big, big week for the Boilers this week, starting off tomorrow night, nine o'clock, late one, up in That's Iowa City against Iowa. Yeah, it starts the Big Ten gauntlet, really. Uh, the team Purdue did really well against last year, killed him at Mackey, upset him up at Iowa City. Um, but we have no Boudreaux to help us this year. <laughs> the Iowa killer. Yeah. Uh, Got to think Iowa's going to be out for revenge. They lost a toughie to number one Gonzaga over the weekend. Garza is going to get his. Uh, the fortunate thing about it, it's the same Iowa team back, including an addition of Bohannon and an addition of a younger McCaffrey. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I just want—I'm not expecting to win. I just want our guys to compete and play hard. And um, make yeah, it I think
1: respect. the key—the is going to be—I uh, think—I think kind of we did last year. Is we're not going to—not going to stop Garza. I mean, I just, you know, hope, I just hope Trey and Edie don't get in foul trouble
0: early which they on do every game. Yeah,
1: but I think, if, I mean, if, if we have what we did against Notre Dame where we, they had a lot of open threes, they will bury us. So hopefully we kind of key in on not leaving shooters open. Um, I mean, like last couple times we played Iowa, we shot the ball really well, so Absolutely. hopefully that, that streak continues. I mean, their defense sucks too, so yep. hopefully we're going to have oh, some shots. shots.
0: Only time we see the Hawkeyes this year, unless we see them in the mid tournament. So get them out well, of the we- way early.
1: We got Iowa. We've got home against Maryland. We've got Rutgers and Illinois. Is that the f-
0: yeah? And those two are on the road.
1: Yeah, I think right if if you can split the next four, oh, that is like I mean, right now, unbelievable. Yeah, right unbelievable. Right now, you have to get Maryland at home. It's like yep. the only one. It's like a must and play. then
2: if, if you can steal one of the three on oh, the yeah. road, that if yeah. you lose all three, it's honestly not like a bad thing. I mean, what's yeah. Illinois ranked right now? Like five, four. No, not, oh, sorry they were
0: Iowa. Before they lost uh, the Iowa's game four. yesterday, but Illinois Iowa's not going to lose too many more games. No, Rutgers nails. They're, they're tough.
2: like they're like thirteen right they're now, right? Tough.
0: Like because um, not Iowa. only Leo's good, freaking <laughs> Harper Junior a good pro. He's developed villi- uh, up this game, so yeah. you got to like what we said on Christmas. Yeah, we get some Christmas boiler basketball uh, at two uh, thirty. Is that 2? thirty? Two, two thirty. Right, yeah. uh, I think uh, you're right. Early yeah. So uh, we're going ahead and head-to-head with the uh, NBA and the NFL. I think the NFL game's later, the Saints game. But um should be fun. Um, hopefully we can get the Terrapins. And then, like I said, I'd be fine with the split this week and then take on the really tough challenges next week. Um, I've I got,
1: I got the line. It's Iowa by 8. I thought
0: it would be about 10, so a little lower than, than I expected.
1: And then you got Wisconsin-Nebraska, Wisconsin by 17.5. <laughs>
0: No, Wisconsin will kill them. Yeah. Wisconsin looked awesome the other day against Louisville. I know Louisville is missing one oh player, my but they won by 38. They were up by 40. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Wisconsin, I know some of our friends, and maybe we even have on here bashed them a little bit, but I, I think well, yeah. they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. The Big Ten has either 10 or 11 teams at least received votes this week yeah. out of 14.
2: I think yeah. what they said 11, 11 Big cool, Ten right? teams in like the top 40 for like yeah. 25 and the 15 that receiving is, votes. Yeah.
0: That is dumb.
2: Ridiculously yeah. deep. I mean, this Big Ten is going to be a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. Of Like, <laughs> outs. already out, out, is. Northwestern. Out, Northwestern yeah. Eight. yeah. By so, like, what was like 14? Like what they yeah. went by? Or eight? So I think Ten, they went by
1: eight, but yeah. Big Ten champion. How many losses are they going to have?
2: How many? How many games are they playing? Are there twenty? or twenty in conference games?
1: Assuming you play all of them, which that's five. Like, I think five.
0: I think yeah I think, yeah. It's gonna be, yeah.
1: I think someone who was it, I don't remember, but someone said it might have been Hummel said the champion is going to have seven losses. Could have seven losses. Like that's a lot of losses.
2: <laughs> God, you have so many teams between that, like thirteen and nine yeah. wins or something. Just yeah. like a big cluster at the end. I think it was Hummel.
1: I think I, I didn't hear him say, it, but I want to say someone, either I saw the message board or someone said that he thinks the big Ten championship could have seven losses in conference.
0: It's going to be intriguing to watch. Yeah, that's for sure. So before we wrap things up, I better mention that web's family pharmacy is another sponsor of the boiler breakdown podcast. Web's family pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron and North Manchester, Indiana. Web's is happy to announce that they are providing flu shots by appointment right in your car. Simply call to set up an appointment and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you for all of your high quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services. Check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Web family pharmacy, the professional pharmacy with a hometown touch. Yeah. um, Any uh, final thoughts, I guess going into the, Games this week.
1: It's just nice to have. I mean, essentially, we've got the entire roster now available for basketball. With Hunter now being full, I mean, he's he's a full go. Um, and then even some. I mean, obviously Ivy's back now. Um, and then even Duona has been practicing. Which I mean, it'd just be nice to have once he kind of this just have something. Five more fouls. <laughs>
0: exactly. it nice to have him in Miami.
1: Yeah which I kind of, it's a bummer for him being able to play that game, but it's kind of where he, he came from, at least in high school wise. Um, Yeah. It's just kind of, I mean, I, I definitely look at the Miami game as a growing experience, obviously, especially for the junior class of just kind of like, um, you know, kind of uh, something that needs to, something need to happen after that, after that half. Um, But it's like, man, you know, if you know, we just didn't absolutely craft the bed in that, I and mean, maybe we had you know Ivy and or Jaden or Ivy and or Hunter for the Clemson games. Like we could be undefeated right now. Like I keep like trying to, uh, not think about that because it just makes me mad. <laughs> I shouldn't be getting mad at this
0: point. Oh, I know, I know. But I think this young team is getting better. They're growing up in front of our eyes already. Mm-hmm. It's just a really exciting time to um, be a Purdue basketball fan with a future looking so bright. Mm -hmm. definitely
2: it's definitely gonna be fun to watch these young guys but uh another another kind of fun thing got one more partner we want to thank from the boiler breakdown the boiler breakdown brought to you by shroof landscaping shroof landscaping has been in the business for over 50 years and can handle all land all of your landscaping needs including landscape design maintenance irrigation hardscaping fall cleanup and their licensed lawn applicators content Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind.
0: Dang, you guys and are bros. Put me out of business.
2: And damn it, Butler did not win. It was a <laughs> three-point game. I heard my wife downstairs yelling with like six seconds left, and I was like, it's three points. Maybe I'm behind. And then game <laughs> over, and I was like, I don't know what's going on.
0: The, the Salukis right now. Matt Painter's Freaking old place. Matt Painter, yeah. And Bruce Weber's old place. Oh, God.
2: Butler's so bad. What a great <laughs> win by IU. Great <laughs> win by IU. <laughs>
0: Butler
2: with, without Butler's best player. That was a hell of a win. talking up
0: IU. Greg Doyle. Great win. Yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: God. Well, I saw something that I think he called Franklin like one of the like most improved oh, players the most player. improved in, the the
0: most in the country.
1: I think someone called him, it might have even been Doyle. I don't know, which I like Greg Doyle. Um, for the most part, he hasn't
0: but,
2: seen another basketball team play in three years. Yeah, uh, someone called Franklin like
1: a sharpshooter, and I was like, okay, he's, he's definitely improved. Yeah, he's improved for sure. I think he's like he's I think he's he's really improved at three point shooting, but it's like I'm not calling. Take
2: Brandon Newman any day.
1: <laughs> yeah, took him in the same recruiting class, so yeah, for sure. Yep, exactly. yeah, it's, it's,
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we'll uh,
2: let's just uh, see what Armand Franklin's shooting right now. I'm just curious.
1: I mean, because also, I mean, I'd like to see him do that against a Big Ten defense.
0: Yeah. And he will. He'll get plenty of opportunities. Uh He's shooting
2: uh, 46% from three, so he's pretty good.
0: All right. Yeah. So far now. Yeah. Yeah, They play Northwestern Illinois this week, so. See how
1: Northwestern responds after that. uh, After Northwestern, see how they respond after that. I mean – did not, which I didn't. I wasn't even paying attention to that game until you texted our group chat, Tanner, and I was like, "Holy
0: time score!" I knew it was going on. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, eh, and, then, and then I'm like, eh, "This happens all the time." Michigan State's gonna come back and win. Yeah, and just scored the game. I'm like, I mean, it's it's,
1: it's with a weird year. I mean, it's, it's typical for Michigan State to drop a game like You're this right. at this point in the season. It's just usually not to a Big Ten team because usually they've got their they've figured it out by. January or you know late December when they've played probably ten games or roughly up to ten games, but yeah, I still expect them. I, mean, I I always even when I think about like teams in the Big Ten or in the mix for the Big Ten championship, I, I keep thinking Iowa, Illinois. You know, obviously we throw in Wisconsin just because of last year, but I was like I keep forgetting Michigan State because it's it's Michigan State. I mean they're going no, to be on Rutgers. Yeah, right, right, in Rutgers too. I mean it's I mean that top I mean that top five is.
0: And there's no home court advantage really with the fans. Nope. So, yeah, it's literally who is the best. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be fun to watch. But, um, uh, something else has been fun has been this podcast for 2020, even though 2020 has been the worst year. I think we can all agree on that. But, um, we appreciate all of the viewers and the listeners of the Boiler Breakdown for sticking with us through, um, good majority of the basketball season and then into this weird football season and then even in the off season. So we appreciate it. We hope you all have a Merry Christmas and happy holidays. If you're able to celebrate with your family, please do so safely. We wish everybody safe. Um, yeah. Happy holidays, but we'll be back before new year's. We'll be back next week. Um, probably have another guest on the show and we uh, do a little trivia episode. Thought that'd be a fun way to wrap up, the new wrap up the year going into the new year for the Boiler Breakdown podcast, but, uh, happy holidays, everybody. And let's boiler up, hammer down and beat the Hawkeyes and the Terrapins. Boiler up.